Hello and welcome to Reeling in the Piers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat and discuss about all kinds of movies. And joining me today, it's another first-time guest, Orla McIntyre is here. And we'll be talking about Dwayne Johnson's 2018 action-packed monster flick, Rampage. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. Well, if it isn't Dwayne Johnson's biggest fan, Orla, how are you? Hello, and I'm so glad that was my intro. I'm very Yeah, well. I think I just, you just need people to know that straight up about you, I think. It is my only personality trait. <laughs> um, I am very excited to be here talking about Rampage. Rampage, it's, it's a movie, and I, I was telling you just this before, because uh, I'd watched this a while ago, and then we just had to try and schedule this uh, podcast, so I actually had kind of forgotten about the movie. Uh, <laughs> I think that was my brain trying to protect itself. And I had Nonsense. to rewatch it, and it's the first time I've had to rewatch a movie for the podcast. So I am, I am raring to go for this one. I'm claiming that as a victory. <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen this film. I think this was like my fourth or fifth time seeing this film. What? Yeah, it is unironically oh one of my favorite favorite films. Really, I did not know that at all. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. <laughs> Actually, quick, quick. Okay, on the spot, quick ranking top your top three Dwayne Johnson movies. Oh my god, uh, Rampage for sure. Probably Skyscraper is a really good one. Um, one that I was I was on IMDb earlier and I forgot that he had made this film is San Andreas. Oh, also yeah. a fantastic film, but I also so have a fourth s- one, which is kind of an outlier, is Tooth Fairy or Tooth oh, or whatever okay. it's called. Ten out of ten. So, so your top three pretty much is just Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> so your your top three movies are pretty much The Rock in buildings that are crumbling around him. That's kind of your that's your go to thing. High octane um, building deconstruction. Okay, I see. Um, um, so you, I like mean, you he's said, never made a bad film. So like, okay, well that's definitely not true. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I think me and several other critics of like who are more um, you know qualified to speak about movies than I am uh, would probably disagree with you but look it's fine you're the, you're Ireland's number one Dwayne the Walk Johnson fan <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you but like you said Rampage is your number one uh, movie it's also the first movie you've picked for the uh, for your time coming on this podcast so I want to know why why Rampage why is this your first one why is it your number one The Rock movie it's just incredible I remember I, the first time I saw it um, me and my mum I think we saw it on Netflix or something and I was just like jaw on the floor, eyes like saucers watching this film. So it's absolutely insane. Just like listeners, you'll find out during the podcast as we discuss it. It's just patently insane. And um, what I love about it more was when I told my mom that we were doing, I was doing this podcast with you. She was just like, oh God, not Rampage. <laughs> she despises it. So shout out to my mom. That's the exact same reaction I had when I heard <laughs> I'm on Oh God, not Rampage. It's just so fun. It's just so insane. You just, you leave all common sense at the door. It's just Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so for anyone who may not be, um, you know, aware of what this movie is about, would you mind just trying to, as best you can, I understand it's like a fever dream, this movie, and that none of it is, <laughs> you kind of wake up and you're like, what, was that all? Was that, like, did I, did I just have a dream or did I watch the 2018 movie Rampage? It's hard to tell sometimes. So uh, if you, if you wouldn't mind trying to explain it to our, uh, you know, people listening. 
I will do my best and try to sound coherent. So Rampage is a high octane action adventure. So we start off in, it's like a space station and the space station is pretty much exploding. And we've got a, an astronaut trying to escape and she's calling mission control going, the experiment's gone horribly wrong. We don't know what the experiment is, but she's being chased by this monster. And so the mission controller is saying, no, you have to get the experiment and, you know, bring it back to Earth. So she manages to do that. But as she was returning to Earth, her capsule explodes. And the canisters that she's managed to save containing the experiment are, you know, falling through the atmosphere into different areas. So we see three of them land. One of them lands in a primate center. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a San Diego San, animal San Diego, that's it. Something like this. So this sanctuary is where our main character, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, works. And he works with the gorillas. And so we first meet him. He's bringing some grad students around the gorilla enclosure. He introduces them to our other main character, who is George the gorilla. George is a giant albino gorilla. And what's really interesting is they communicate through sign language. So, you know, they've got a really good relationship. Whatever, George is really really chill but overnight these canisters fall to earth and one of them lands in the enclosure and george gets infected with this mystery green gas then we find out that this gas alters george's dna and so he starts growing he starts getting really aggressive he's getting really strong so he escapes and so then we find out that a wolf has also been infected with this mystery green gas and we then introduce to the company that has created it they're this corporation seemingly evil corporation and they're trying to contain this so that the world doesn't figure out that they're making this evil green gas that changes animals so then this evil corporation is trying to contain george and this wolf that they've discovered so that they can kind of save their asses um but george escapes and you know Dwayne the Rock johnson is also trying to capture him because he's his gorilla friend their best friends and he's like no i need to save my friend um, then we have Jeffrey D. Morgan shows up from this government agency, secret government agency. You know, chaos ensues. They crash a plane. Um, meanwhile, in Chicago, where the evil corporation is based, they've come up with a way to catch the animals, which is to put a giant radio antenna on top of their building, blast radio frequency that only these mutated animals can hear. So the animals will do anything to make this stop. They go to Chicago to try and destroy the antenna, and that's how they, they get them together. Little do they know, there's a twist in our tale, where there is a third creature that has been mutated. It used to be an alligator, ends up looking something like Godzilla. So there's these three animals all trying to get to Chicago to destroy this tower. Absolute carnage. As you may guess, they rampage through the city. Oh, they rampage hard. There's a, there's a they strong rampage, rampage hard. Element. Um, absolute chaos it's just explosions buildings collapsing and you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson just has to save the day yeah there's a surprising amount of helicopters so many helicopters being destroyed um, there's a, a nuclear bomb at one point it's just absolutely wild yeah, and like, I really wish some of those words you said were true. I really wish you had thrown in fake stuff, but that is all painfully real <laughs> and part of this movie. <laughs> 
My favorite part is the nuclear bomb. The it nuclear comes out bomb, of nowhere. They were just, they, I, I think it's just part of these action movies where they're like, well, we have to threaten the city with some sort of nuclear threat. We'll just add that in at the end. Um, they're like, who's going to notice? We just nuke Chicago. <laughs> Uh, but it's 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 yeah so that's that is a pretty good job of like explaining what it is and I'm glad you kind of walked us through it because I needed to remember even though I had just watched the movie um, and what I also just like to do is I'm just going to run through the characters a bit and just kind of say who they are and what the characters name are mm-hmm. for the reasons of I tend to switch between the two and also I forget the name sometimes and um, so we've got Dwayne Johnson and he plays Davis Okoye and he's a former US Army Special Forces soldier as well as a primatologist and head of the anti poaching unit for the UN or something like this this man does everything he's a jack of all trades all, like, and he's also a pretty decent helicopter flyer as well because why not <laughs> uh, you've also got Naomi Harris as Dr. Kate Cadwell a disgraced genetic this is disgraced that's not she's not disgraced at all anyway I'm, I, she went to prison yeah but like she was trying to do some good I don't, anyway look, I'm, she was I'm she go- was trying to save her brother yeah okay well anyway I'm going this is off Wikipedia a disgraced <laughs> genetic engineer who teams up with Okoye then you got Malin Ackerman uh, who's played by Claire Wyden uh, she's the CEO of that evil corporation uh, Orla mentioned which is Energine and they're uh, they're responsible for infecting and mutating George, Ralph and the name of the alligator which is Lizzie uh, as, as according here and the with this sort of mu- mutagenic ser- uh, serum for Project Rampage and then you've got uh, Jake Lacey and I love that he plays Brett Wyden he's the brother of uh, Claire the CEO and I love Wikipedia's description which is better than anything I could come up with which is Claire's dimwit brother uh, oh my god so accurate <laughs> uh, and then we've got Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Harvey Russell who's the government agent who works for the other government agency OGA so yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much our main key players and like I don't know do you want to talk you want to, you, I know you want to talk about that first scene a bit more I feel like you've been you've been raring to go all I'll say is for a movie that had a CEO company with a thing called Project Rampage I don't know how they thought it was ever going to end okay <laughs> like, like just, it's it's such an unsubtle name if you don't want anyone to be suspicious name it like Project Sunflower yeah, or something no one's gonna no one's gonna no no like, the FBI aren't gonna be looking on that server like, do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, you, this first scene, this was one of the things you, you, you had stressed you have a lot to say I have, about. I have a lot of questions okay, about Okay, I won't so, be able to answer them, but go ahead. I mean, it's a space station, but... That is correct. Um, what I'm, I, they don't tell us anything about it. Like, is it owned by Energine? Yeah, like... Because I don't think it's the International Space Station, because if they blew it up, they wouldn't just get away with it. Which is what they do. Yeah, it's gas because they're basically they're doing experiments in space because they don't have like permits and shit for Earth. So they're like, oh, we'll just take this shit to space. And then they just start mutating stuff in space. And yeah, like you say, when they... and yeah, There's no oversight or anything, which just blows my mind. Um, But also like, I have written down, can they actually hold that astronaut hostage? Yeah. And then underneath it, I'm like, that's murder. They just straight up murder this woman. Yeah, it was like she was trying to get on the escape pod and they were like, no, yeah. you can't. And they locked the doors from Earth and they were like, nope, you can't get on the escape pod until you go back and get the samples. Like she's literally being chased by a giant mutant rat whose name I believe is Larry. Oh my God. Why do they have these stupid... Why? Like like <laughs> this, like it just, this movie annoyed me for when we're like, okay, by the way, just uh, just uh, right off the top. I hate this movie. I don't like this at all. <laughs> I thought I'd make, make that clear. Uh, but like, why are they giving them names? You know, George was a weird enough name for the gorilla. And then they're like... I actually have that being like, what genius what? came up with this? Like, you know I mean? So the names of the animals, I actually have the answer to this. The names of the animals. So this film is based off a video oh, game. Oh, we should mention that. Yeah. From the 70s or 80s. It's like an arcade game, isn't it? 
it's it started off as an arcade game and then like i think it was on game boy and oh, stuff okay. as well but the name so george is named after the lead design video game designer oh, okay that's cool then then uh lizzie is the name of the big lizard the alligator that is his wife <laughs> and then yeah <laughs> how romantic <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, honey. Honey, I named you after this Godzilla lizard. That sounds that's that's that's, <laughs> all, that's awful. Like, um, but, and Ralph is named after one of the other game designers. I think. Okay. I don't know who Larry's named after because I literally just found that out. Okay. Um. Mm. Yeah. It's just I don't understand why they all have names. And then like Jeffrey D. Morgan tries. There's a few lines in this movie where they just try and get away with shit by stating it and then ex- expecting us not to be like you know not okay with it and one of them was like mm-hmm. uh he do- by the way he does this like he does this like real deep south accent and he's just like oh um <laughs> it just it was jarring. Very it was jarring for the most of the movie but yeah he was just like yeah weirdos online are calling the wolf ralph and then everyone's okay with calling it ralph and i'm just like no it's a big skin like i think of ralph wiggum when i hear that name <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, one being that very was- harmless and the other one being a large wolf that can fly i like yeah but that was the the producers tried to put in Easter eggs from the original video game, and that was their very unsubtle way of doing it. Oh, does the wolf fly in the game? No, the wolf is called Ralph. Oh, they okay. were like, "Oh, the wolf is called Ralph," but we haven't given him a name, so we're um, gonna, you know, tell him tell them that crazy people. Yeah, I I d- but I don't know anyone who's like big fans of this game that are like going to see this movie and be like, "Oh my god, they they mentioned this. like are there big rampage <laughs> like Jeremy you know I mean? like I, like Dwayne Johnson? Dw- yeah, I was watching. I was watching like I have so. To the listeners, I love this film so much, I actually have the DVD of it. So I promised Gary that I would watch the special features, all one of them. Okay. And in this, Dane Johnson was doing an interview, and they said, like, why did, why did you decide to do this film? And he was like, uh, he's like, oh, I was chatting to the guys, and someone asked me if I was interested in doing a project called Rampage. And he was just like, say what now? And then they were like, oh yeah, have you heard of it? It used to be a video game. And he was just like, this was my favorite game. Oh, he used to no cut way. school to play this game in the arcade. Okay. Like he was obsessed with it. Now, I will say um, that sounds like some weird, that sounds like typical PR bullshit of people being like, you know when like <laughs> actors get cast as superheroes and like, actually I read all the comics when I was younger and you, and you know they never read the comics. <laughs> it's the classic thing of like, oh, oh yeah. no, I believe Dwayne Johnson. Okay, fine. Well, I think <laughs> he doesn't lie to me. <laughs> I think he just picked this because he was like, wait, I will be in this movie on three conditions. One, I get to wear an off-white tee. Two, I get to fly <laughs> helicopters. Three, there's a... And s- crash them. And crash them. Three, there's some level of city destruction. And four, I, I get to be in a jungle-type scene, which is the, the first <laughs> introduction we get into him. He's looked like he's, like, ripped directly out of Jumanji 2 or what, like... <laughs> yeah, he really does. Like, it's it's completely, like, you've gone from exploding space station to deep in a jungle. But then it turns out to be in the middle of San Diego. And I feel like he took, I feel like he took like three roles off people because like there's the special <laughs> ops guy, the the primatologist, the head of the poaching unit and the helicopter flyer. Like, I feel like this movie should have been an entire team, but The Rock was like, hmm, I'll just do all of them. He's I- like, I'm big enough for three people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I do enjoy how this film makes such a large man look so small. Yeah, well that- Like when you, when you see him next to George and he's like- just like not even up to George's knee at one point. I do enjoy that. Yeah, and this movie, like you know, there's a lot of good scale in it, and like you know, um, like one, like obviously one of the biggest things is that big genetic freak, but less about the rock. Mm. It's the other things that <laughs> are clever. <laughs> it's yeah, because it is funny for the rock to be in a movie where he is probably the smallest thing on screen most of the time, like especially in that yeah. third act. 
um, where the <laughs> where the the alligator, wolf, and gorilla all have a uh, a showdown in uh, the middle of Chicago. But we're getting we're getting a bit of ahead of ourselves. We have to we have to yeah, we're getting a bit off course. So do you want to talk a bit about so with the space station? I suppose what happens then is the they put the the the, the research the vials into this like anti you know. Uh, destruction kit i don't know they said that like basically it could survive it's like it's like a crash proof thing that breaks um so yeah and then like it lands like you know lands in the zoo and it's great because i because i didn't know he was in this movie was it's a jack quaid jack quaid's in this movie uh i think he's the guy from the boys he's like uh he's huey from the boys and he's in this i was like oh no way love that then we don't see him again and i start to hate this movie uh but what i will say is when we're introduced to george and the other monkeys the cgi is pretty pretty decent like it's pretty good like it is quite impressive it's very good i wasn't expecting this and like the movie had a budget of 120 million dollars which is like fairly hefty um and i Mm -hmm. to be honest when i think of that type of budget with like the rock i imagine he's getting like 20 million dollars for this movie anyway he was paid 20 million dollars was he actually yeah (laughs) yeah Naomi Harris was the second highest earner at ten million dollars. Ten million's not bad at all. Jesus, that's pretty very good. decent. Like, and like what, oh, yeah. what I loved about this movie as well, you've got two actors of color in the in the lead roles as well, which is I really enjoy that. Yeah, we don't see that like, often so, at all, especially in twenty eighteen, like three years ago. Like, yeah, it was like. But do you think that's why the producers were like, exist. okay, okay, we'll cast them, but the gorilla's got to be white. It's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we gotta have something. There's gotta be something. Come on, we need it for our what was it? It's a southwestern audience or Midwest. I don't know what's the super Republican. It's not what Jeffrey D. Morgan was. That's there what for. he was there for. He was the balance of it. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I really enjoy like um, his interactions with the gorillas. Like they, like he does the whole sign language with them. Yeah, which like is a thing. I think like in a lot of zoos they do communicate through sign language yeah there was that monkey uh if you did new sign language i remember he spoke to robin williams or something like that like there was some robin williams talking to some sign yeah do you remember there was something like that but yeah like yeah that, i remember something like that it was it was cool like yeah i think the rock sold it all very convincingly as well that he was talking like he knew that like he knew all that but i i got serious maybe they just beat him to it slightly but i got like serious chris pratt in Jurassic World kind of vibes. Yeah. Like, I felt like he was just like... Just switch it out with the last Do you know what I mean? Because it's the same character. It's a character who was ex-army that's really good with dinosaurs. And now we've got ex-army that's really good with monkeys. I just... Yeah. It felt... I don't know. Um, it felt a bit lazy, but I enjoyed it. And George... Like... It was so refreshing. The George character, I will say, he had a lot of character. He had a personality. He had, like... Well, he was played by a person. No, but like, yeah, I, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, like Kong, like, you don't like, you don't really get oh, a sense yeah. of his personality. It's just a large, big monkey. Whereas, like, George is like a person, as in, like, he makes. Jokes. I mean, he was just constantly taking the piss out of Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, we saw a monkey do the middle finger. It was gas. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. Several times, and then a weird um, sex gesture at the end. <laughs> oh God, so cringy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I really liked it. Like they did the whole communication through sign language. And one of the things is, so they use American sign language for it, which is, you know, not unexpected considering it's in San Diego. But um, when, when, when I'm, I'm going to, I'll call him Davis because that's his character's yep. name. When Davis is like talking to George and he's like, it's me, Davis. So he does this sign to symbolize it's him, but it is the American sign language word for rock. So he's like, it's oh, me, the rock. That's cool. I like that. And I was just like, genius. Can you imagine people watching this who like actually read sign language or like who were watching this yeah. with like subtitles and knew how to speak and they were like, wait, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> he's broke the fourth wall. I was just like, you you people are so clever. I, I, I And then, yeah, like we kind of go from this 
um, you know, enclosure and stuff. And we go to the, I just want to talk a bit about this, the, this company, Ener- Energine. And these are, I honestly think, and I'd love to know what you're about. These are two of the worst characters in any movie I've ever seen. They're so two-dimensional. They, I, I, that is generous. That is generous <laughs> to give them two dimensions, let alone, like, they... So we've got, like I mentioned, um, you know, Claire Wyden, she's CEO. She is just evil because, and she just has these horrible things that she's just willing to sacrifice anyone's life to get back these, um, these rampage monsters. She's just evil. And like, I thought of a way to save this character. If you had said that she had been tested on and she had evil genetic, like if you had something to know she yeah. was crazy, I think I would have enjoyed this slightly, but she's just. Yeah. Rather than just being evil. And then, for the sake of it. And then, like I said, with the genetics of her, like something evil in her, put like the genetics of a weasel into the brother because he's the most <laughs> spineless. Like he's just like, yeah. I love the, our introduction to his character is him with a baseball bat smashing a like a replica model of the space station that's just exploded. You know, just to symbolize that he's not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's so spineless. I love it. Uh, and then, like, who else? Then We can kind of go then to, after we kind of see all them. Yeah, and then we get that, uh, like, Naomi Harris, who's kind of watching the news of all this unfolding. And um, she's just chilling at home. She's having a good day chilling at home. She is all of us in lockdown. Like, wake up, you're like, <laughs> roll out of bed. You're, like, calling your boss, like, yeah, yeah, I'm already working. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, frantically looking for coffee out of empty cups. And, and she like, represents all of us. <laughs> and this was the first thing this movie kind of confused me with was where is it based? Because it hops around <laughs> so it's ho- everywhere. Because like they're in San Diego, I think. Then they're in Chicago at one point. Then for all of a sudden, a lot of the movie is set in Wyoming, and I'm just like, why is it set in Wyoming? There's nothing ever. No movie ever goes to Wyoming. Like that's where Joe Manganiello is sent to find the wolf, and it's just like this. These lads who are just like hard because like because they have to be these tough guys and. Like oh my gosh, I do feel kind of bad for those. So, like when when they discover that the wolf is, um, you know, they have this mutated wolf, um, Energon sends this basically just a team of mercenaries to go and capture the wolf. And what boy, they call are they killers unprepared. are us. <laughs> killers are us, yeah. But they are so unprepared. Like they're like all like super like tough guys on their helicopter discussing like chatting about what kind of gun they're going to use yeah. and all this stuff and then like they land and they re- they then they find out that this what is this wolf is 30 feet tall because they're like they're like well we bring the 50 cows and one of the guys like don't be ridiculous we don't need the 50 cows like the biggest bullet and, so and then they get down there they're like we should have brought the 50 cows and it's just yeah it's like basically toys with them and it's like chasing around, circles around them, getting them all bunched together, and then just like rips one of their heads off. I will say this: this, this scene did some good jump scares, as in like it, you know, it really it got did. you because like you think the wolf is coming, but it's actually like some deer. Then like the wolf attacks, and it's just like picking people off. And I, I can't. Yeah, I can, it's in like a foggy forest. Yeah, you, you can't quite see what the shadows are. So like, I would look as much as I don't like some of this movie. This there's there are bits where are pretty good, and this to me was a really good scene. Uh, it was sad to see Joe Manganiello die so early on in the movie, but like I suppose. Yeah, I thought he would be a like a bigger character, and then he was just eaten. Yeah, and that's it. He got no character yeah. development other than he's a tough guy who doesn't uh, who under uh, underestimates the ability of large mutant wolves. Yes. I mean, this wolf does then take down a helicopter. 
Oh, he does. He jumps, yeah. The dwarf jumps out of the forest it, across this like ravine or something. Yeah. Where the helicopter is hovering, and I'm like, seeing the size of the wolf, I'm like, you guys should have flown away way ages ago. And it's it kind yeah. of starts this. It's not starts this trend. It's very much on the trend like these days of these big large animal movies where like big large CGI animals just hate helicopters and will just go out of their yeah. way. Like between this and Kong and like the third act of this movie and probably Godzilla, I imagine as well. They just love going right for those helicopters. I imagine it's like humans yeah. and flies. They just get the fuck, like it's the same element. Yeah, of it's just a weird like, buzzy thing yeah. around your head. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, so I think then after that, isn't it when we get to see like um, Dr. Caldwell uh, meet up with The Rock and it's like, hey, The Rock's like, what's wrong with George? And then, they're like, we need to find someone who could do this. And then, because the plot needed it, uh, Naomi Harris' Dr. Caldwell is like, I'm here, and I know, ex- not only do I know what's wrong with your monkey, I made the thing that's in your monkey. <laughs> Gorilla, sorry, for anyone who's particularly, um, you know, particular <laughs> that, uh, distinction. Uh, yeah, no, she sh- she shows up, and Dwayne Johnson's just like, someone please feed George, he's very hungry. <laughs> and then she's like, oh yeah, like that's not surprising. And he's like, obviously. <laughs> And then George, like, smashes through the building because he's hungry and no one has fed him. And did you hear it? Because I had the subtitles on at one point. And at one point when the uh, when George is, like, smashes through the wall, someone goes, oh, no, not again. And I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> did this happen previously? <laughs> so what I want is a Rampage prequel, but it's actually just, like, oh normal God. monkeys just breaking out. Yeah, they, like, figured out how to use screwdrivers and, like, disconnect the wall. <laughs> Yeah, so after like after George breaks out of the the zoo and he's like running through the car park and they like the police show up and Davis is like no guns, mm-hmm. no guns. This like because he, he saved George from poachers. George saw his mother get killed by poachers. Oh, that was that was so dark. Hates guns. That was a real like it was so upsetting. That was like a Bambi esque kind of you know uh, um, origin story, wasn't it? It really is, but it like comes that George is not a fan of guns. So he goes out into the car park and the police are there and they've got the guns up and Davis is standing in front of them like, no, put your guns down, put your guns down. While this like, George is already like nine, ten feet tall at this point. And um, so the, the police put their, almost said the guards, the guard, the guardy put their guns down. <laughs> so the cops put their guns down. But then from on the other direction comes a helicopter that shoots like tranquilizer darts. And um, so they knock George out. Then what happens? Is that when yeah, so what happens, Jeffrey D. Morgan Yeah, Jeffrey D. Morgan shows up. They kidnap, or they don't kidnap, they uh, kind of capture. Um, they arrest. Arrest. Finger the, quotes. Uh, arrest. Davis and Dr. Caldwell. And they kind of get on this uh, kind of airport, ca- like this carrier plane. And they kind of transport George to, uh, they, they look to transport George to this kind of unknown location. To a uh, secure location. Super secure. And Davis is just like, bad idea. You've got a giant gorilla on it. Like a pressurized container. Yeah. Bad idea, guys. And it's at this point then when we have to think of a name for those two fucking Tweedledum and Tweedledee, the the, the scientists. Can we think of anything for them? I don't want to have to try and remember their names. Which I, scientists? The, the, the CEO and her brother, the Dimwit brother. The Wilders. Uh, the which? It's their name. Wyden. Wilders. Wilden? Wend- Widens? Wyden. We can call them Wyden. I just want Tweedledum to Tweedledum and Tweedledum yeah, twe- yeah Tweedledum and Tweedle idiot uh, are there and <laughs> they turn on their super big um, sonar transmitter science like, thing they're like this low frequency radio wave has been programmed into their DNA like yeah and th- that's I suppose we should explain that and that what happens is uh, this thing that was transforming all the animals is this thing where 
it basically takes the strength of a rhino and the agility of a blah 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 and it just no uh, we haven't actually just stuck discussed the experiment at all uh, like yeah like <laughs> it's just like it fucking it's all this like cells from different g- genes and dna from different animals combined to make a super killer um, that they can is it the, are they were they meant to give it to people or were they meant to give it to animals I can't remember I don't actually know okay it, I don't think it's even fucking explained so I don't I don't think yeah no I, I think she was just like let's make it for fun <laughs> bad reasons um, and they turn on this transmitter thing and then George gets uh, the, the, the monkey not the monkey um, what's his face the, the wolf Ralph the wolf. you know then goes right I'm heading to that in the middle of eating an entire bus he stops oh, and goes yeah. gotta stop that noise prioritize and he then yeah. turns around they all start and then George wakes up because he's been put in a coma with like this um, medication he's and then he's heavily drugged heavily drugged and then he just causes havoc on the plane which was what to be, was to be expected yeah rips a hole in the side of the plane knocks out Jeffrey Dean Morgan then Dwayne Johnson then has to rescue himself um Dr. Caldwell and what's his name? Harvey Russell? Yeah, I'm just going to call him Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, Has to rescue the three of them before George kills them because George has stopped recognizing Davis. Yeah. Which is very upsetting. Yeah. So they have to like parachute out and the plane crashes with George still inside it. They get to the wreckage. George is gone disappeared uh this but this is like yeah because jeffrey d morgan gets knocked out and the rock has to put a parachute on him he has to get a parachute for <laughs> naomi harris's uh, dr uh, kate caldwell and then she goes we're gonna die aren't we or something like that which is just not what you'd say in that situation you wouldn't like you don't just no stay, you'd be just just swearing screaming non-stop um, and actually just, just speaking of swearing actually this movie's pg-13 and there's a lot of violence and swearing in this movie i'm surprised they're kind of, like you think it was like 16s or something they really got around um and um, my dvd says 12 okay well like yeah okay. like it, it just seemed very bad i don't know i just felt quite violent. it is of, i mean there's there's a lot of eating people yeah actually the last thing i want to say about that the plane was that's when we get introduced to the dwayne the rock johnson's off-white uh tea uh when he's kind of <laughs> it's the one he's seen in every movie wearing and this is where it comes into play yeah, so, you know, um, and then there was one line in this as well where jeffrey dune morgan and the rock's character are like and he's like, thanks for saving me. And then um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character tells us of his granddad's motto, which is honestly one of the strangest. So he says, us assholes got to stick together, which is just mentally a horrible picture to have to like just try and comprehend <laughs> as a saying. I, ju- I don't understand what he's getting when at When did there. we start watching the human category? <laughs> Reverse human. Uh... Human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> that's the human caterpillar is what you call it it's just the even more you know discount version <laughs> oh don't want to think about that <laughs> um and then yeah so this is where it's pretty much the movie starts building towards this 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 final scene yeah um so like as yeah the next kind of couple of scenes are just Filler. watching george and um the wolf kind of converge on chicago and then this is where we also discover that the third capsule infected an alligator mm. who grew to like the size of pretty much a submarine. Yeah. And it's like swimming through rivers and stuff to get also get to Chicago. So you see like boats being displaced and stuff on these rivers and you're kind of going, oh, wow, this is a big boy. Mm-hmm. And then they finally get to Chicago and 
finally get to go on their rampage. Yeah, and it wouldn't be it the wouldn't beloved be beloved rampage. <laughs> it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a you know big monster movie set in America if it wasn't for the uh, U.S. military coming in and telling people that they're going to do the things the right way, and that the military like just get everyone out of there, we're gonna bomb it. And then the, like Doctor Caldwell's like, no, no, there's an antidote there. I've worked on it. Like I I know it. Like I know it exists. And the rock is like, yeah, I'm a helicopter. I can get in there. No problem. They're like, nah, nah, we're just gonna evacuate everyone and blow it up. The, the nuclear bomb is already on the way. Like, you know, it's the most sophisticated, they said it's the most sophisticated bomb, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we, we really want to just get tried out. So, yeah, we're just going to evacuate everyone and just blow up the city. Yeah, like, who needs Chicago or <laughs> most of Illinois? Like, Maybe that general was just a bit, was very much against that deep dish and prefers <laughs> a thin crust pizza. <laughs> He's like, I'm from New York. <laughs> that is a terrible New York accent. <laughs> I am not one to talk. And so... So yeah, it kind of starts building up the rock and uh, Dr. Caldwell have to, I, I told you this is why I do all the names up front because I will never stick to it. <laughs> um, so uh, Davis, Okoye and Dr. Kate Caldwell then have to try and infiltrate the Chicago city to get into the Ener- uh, Energine's building to try and get this uh, antidote then um, to be able to stop um, George from growing and becoming aggressive and stuff. Yeah, but they also have to contend with Tweedledum and Tweedledummer. No, Tweedledum and Tweedledum. Now have Tweedledum and Tweedledum. I apologize. Who now have a gun? One gun between oh, the two of them. Oh my god! So yeah, they're in the they're in the research base. Doctor Caldwell and the Rock, and then Tweedledum and Tweedledum then come approach. So Tweedledum, uh, Tweedledum, which is uh, the Kate Caldwell, uh, not Kate, Claire Wyden's character. She's the CEO. She's the super uh, evil one for no reason. And Tweedledevil. Tweedledevil. Oh, I like that. Tweedledevil. <laughs> Tweedledevil. <laughs> That's hard to say. <laughs> Tweedle, evil, evil. It's very difficult. Tweedle, Tweedle. evil, and Tweedle, idiot. Then have so to, difficult. So we're gonna, we'll get this to work. So they then have to. Uh, so yeah. So Tweedle, idiot has the fucking gun. Why? I don't know. But he's there shaking with it. He doesn't know how to point it correctly. You just know he's in. He's the guy. For, I don't know. Do you he's want, got it. He's holding it like like horizontally as well. Yeah. Like he's trying to be like. And he's he's watched too many movies. I just am exasperated by this movie. I just... Anyway, so what happens? What do they do with That's the gun? That's what makes it so great. What do they do with the gun? This is where I started to get angry at this movie. <laughs> so, like, he, they're, like, threatening them. And, like, what's her name? Claire Tweedle Evil is, like, threatening them, saying, like, I ruined your career once, I can do it again, all this stuff, like, I'll, I'll kill you. Oh, should we explain that he, why what happened was, the reason why Kate Caldwell was an alleged disgraced uh, genetic oh, officer yeah. was that, yes, she worked on the, the transmutation, the, the serum thingy, but she was doing it to try and help her uh, younger brother who passed away with cancer. Uh, but what happened was she realized that uh, Energine were trying to weaponize it and then she tried to steal the information to delete it and destroy it. But th- um, they found out, arrested her, put her into like a correctional facility for 13 months. And ever since then, she's been trying to, um, you know, take them down. And so they know her yeah. and oh, they're not happy to see her. No, they are not friends. Yeah. And like your man, Tweet Lady is just trying really hard to look like a tough guy. And eventually... I think Tweedle Evil, she grabs it yeah, off him. I'm going to keep him. saying Tweedle Evil because I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> so she grabs a gun off him and he's like whimpering and stuff. And then just straight up shoots Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. So this, so the character, like, no so this is maybe, this movie is two hours long. I'm going to say this probably happened in the hour 20 minute mark. Okay. Yeah. It's like pretty. Okay. So just, just for everyone listening, we're an hour and 20 mo- minutes into this movie. There's 40 All minutes this left. this has happened. The rock has been shot. <laughs> <laughs> so what so uh so uh do you want to explain the scene where the rock has to get rushed to hospital and you know put on medications and it's looked after 
Wait, what? That doesn't happen? <laughs> no, no, no. He just goes, I'm Dwayne Johnson. I can do this. No, what he said I'm was, because I haven't written here, he, he goes like, I think she missed, I think she missed all my vital organs, so I'm pretty sure I'll be okay. I'm just like, wait, what? How do I you think know he, does that? He, get, he gets shot in the leg, I think. No, he gets shot in the chest, like, like, like his stomach. Does he? I, oh, I, I could have swore he got shot I in the chest. I don't actually know. I wasn't paying attention. I thought it, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, you know, like right there, like kind of where your kidney is, like stand there. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. The lower abdomen. I don't know. Look, he gets shot. Anyway, he's fine. We need fine to get Dwayne the... Johnson on to answer this question. It's the only way we'll find out. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, could you answer this? And we couldn't get it. No, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and yeah, so then they what? The, they go up to the roof because Tweedle Evil and Tweedle Idiot are trying to escape via helicopter. Oh, while these three monsters are destroying the building. Like, they're literally eating the building. They're trying to get to this, like, FM transmitter thing to stop the noise. And where is the helicopter parked? Right beside the transmitter. And Logic. Yeah, so Kel Surprise, fucking George comes up the side of the building, sees fucking these people, destroys the helicopter. And also, I like, again, we forgot to mention, but the antidote has been retrieved. That's when Tweedle Evil and Tweedle Idiot then catch them. So how... how? Yes, but no... They take Tweedledum and Tweedle Tweedle Evil and God, it's so difficult. (laughs) Tweedle Evil and Tweedle Idiot take two of the vials off Doctor Caldwell, but they don't realize that she hid another one behind her back. Mm. They didn't check that her hand behind her back wasn't holding anything. So then, when they're on the roof and they they meet up with Tweedle Evil and Tweedle Idiot, and they get into like a little bit of an altercation, and Doctor Caldwell puts the third vial into. What's her name? Claire Wyden's bag. And then she gets eaten by George. And she has that line, I'm feeding the monster to the gorilla. Oh, what an iconic line. Um, but then she is the perfect delivery vessel for the antidote. Mm-hmm. It's foolproof. And like, I guess from this point on now, it's kind of just full rampage. And we can kind of talk about... It is. There's no point of us going through maybe step by step. There's no plot left really (laughs) other than, you know, the rock saves the day. But I suppose what, like, what did you think of this scene? Like, what did you think? Like, like, what what are your thoughts on this final? uh, Oh my God, it was just, it was just nonstop. But I actually have written in my notebook just a list of Davis's reactions to everything. Oh yes, go for it. And so, I mean, I've only got a, a couple of them, but there's, so when they're, I think they're flying into Chicago or they're they're driving in or they're they're traveling to Chicago and the alligator shows up and he just goes, that's not good. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm just like, like this is these are because these are my reactions. To things. <laughs> if I see something go bad, I'm like, oh, no. Um, the build like literally the, the animals destroy the Energyne building like it literally collapses. Dwayne Johnson walks out of this building collapse, just goes, I need a drink. Just like, buddy, you need so much more than that. You need medical attention. <laughs> For that bullet wound that you've clearly forgotten about. Yeah. And then, of course, the iconic moment where the wolf flies. We learn that the wolf has some kind of flying squirrel DNA in it now. Yeah, probably. And his only reaction to it is, of course, the wolf flies. Because we always trust Dwayne Johnson to tell us the obvious. I feel like that character was designed to say one-off like like quick like one off one liners that could be yeah, put into really a trailer. <laughs> like, he really was, but I mean, they're all reactions that I would have. Like if I saw a flying wolf, I'd be like, "Of course, yeah, 
Sounds legit. Yeah. Uh, and like I suppose with with, with this third act, also the last the, the the last stupid line I have written down here is when they're trying to escape the the building, they get into a helicopter with no tail on it, and uh, they get in the helicopter and they like get a bit of lift on it to be able to like survive the the crash. And the only thing the characters say after it is, "I can't believe we survived that," and then proceed to continue <laughs> on with the movie. This that was just such lazy writing of Wing being like, if we'd say that, if the characters say it, then the audience would be like, oh my god, we can't believe you survived that. They're so <laughs> right, and it's just it's just so lazy to be able to just like state something and then hope the audience is okay with it. So I looked up who wrote this movie, and you've got people like the writers of like Hercules, the San Andreas movies. There's those Liam Neeson movies that aren't Taken, like you know the bad ones. You've also got <laughs> the one of the writers Taken films. exactly. You've also got one of the writers from Lost. That I'm just like, who the fuck got the, why, why is he still getting money? Like, 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 you know, gigs. Because why people put him in like me movie? want to watch them. And I'm just like, and then I looked up the director. The director also did um, San Andreas. To, uh, San Andreas. Yeah. He did. Uh, and Journey the Journey to, the to films. He also yeah. did Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. So, you know, this guy clearly has the chops to be able to, you know, maturely handle this fucking, you know, subject matter. I fucking hate this movie. Ah, oh, anyway, <laughs> but no, I will say the third this act. Is the best movie. It, it the third act. The action is great. It's it's it's, it's not great. particularly the well done. The special effects are really really good. The special effects are very good. The scale of everything is great. The imagination of just the ridiculousness of it all is, is quite great. Yeah. Like I will say, I will give the movie that. Like it's it, once you go in knowing what it is. You can kind of oh enjoy yeah, you, it a bit you have more. to start with low expectations. Yeah, like, like what if you put it's it, just an action movie. But there's no story. Like, if you put it in the scale of video game movies, like, it's, you know what I mean? You it know exactly what... It is the top-ranked video game movie on Rotten Tomatoes, apparently. Fuck It's got off. 50%. No, Sonic the Hedgehog must have more. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know how, how recent that stat is, but... Um, Maybe. Hold on. Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, I haven't seen Sonic, Sonic. the Hedgehog has 63. Okay, well, it was... Uh, in 2018, it was the highest rated. Okay, well, thankfully, we've, you know, surpassed <laughs> that. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, but, no, it's great. Like, you know, I really enjoyed it. Like, it, it was enjoyable. It was all the same grey CGI mess, but, like, it was still... You know, it kept my attention. Um, so, I can I can at least give it, the, you know, some credit there. And, and yeah, it's a bit weird when, you know, the rock is the smallest thing... In that scene, which made yeah, me like think, they, they really do a good job of that. Because I just look at it, and I'm just like, why? So basically, I have an idea. So with those capsules or whatever they were at the beginning, there was seven of them, or eight of them, or there was something. eight of them. We, I think, yeah. But we only see three. You only grabbed three. So, oh, she only grabbed three. Well, yeah. that ruins my idea. Then basically, I wanted to do a sequel to this. But so what they the... planned one. Oh, okay. They well, they wanted to plan one because they were like, oh, there's five capsules still in the thing when it exploded. But I, that obviously never happened. I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel, if I'm perfectly honest. I, I cut, like, I, like look, this movie made 120 million. Like, it's like, it was budgeted for $120 million. It made 428 So it was profitable. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I'd say you probably could make it again. It's more so the rock schedule. But you don't even need the rock in it. You could, like, you could do something else. But my thing is I want the rock in it because I want one of the capsules to go into the rock. And I want an 100-foot rock just like, like, would that not be so much better if we had a massive CGI rock? Now, obviously better than the Scorpion King CGI rock that we got in 2001. But like, how is that not the greatest movie of all time? I would pay so much money to see that. Imagine like, you have that. no idea. <laughs> like, it's just like a large cheetah versus Dwayne the Rock Johnson as like the size of King Kong. 
It oh would God, just. Amazing. He has to f- no. Giant Dwayne Johnson has to fight a giant scorpion. <gasps> oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, please call me and we will get this film started. <laughs> Hold on, let's try and call Dwayne the Rock Johnson again. Dwayne. And we couldn't get through to Dwayne the Rock Johnson there, unfortunately. Oh, we'll try, what a we'll shame. try again. We'll try again later. We'll try again later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I guess my overall thing is like, look, I wouldn't mind seeing the sequel. I just, I think some of the writing is very lazy, but it makes up for that in just the action and the fun of it all. Yeah, I mean, the writing's not surprising if you look at like their IMDb's and you see that they've written like literally the same film over and over and over again. And do you, do, I just do you wonder love what producers so think when they like hire people like how are we able to go onto someone's IMDb and read and be like nope don't pick him and then producers are like you're hired I mean like I'm I'm really the wrong person to ask because I'm very biased <laughs> but I was reading their IMDb's and I was like I love this film I love this film this is such a good film oh my god uh, okay but so what you're saying is you should be a producer I need to be a producer of these kind of films just they're amazing but um, what I love is like They've all worked on basically like the same five films, roughly. Like yeah. the producers, the writers, the director, Dwayne Johnson, even the composer. Oh, wow. I looked up the composer. He has he worked on this, obviously. He worked on San Andreas. He worked on Journey to whatever the Sacramento was. Like he's worked. He, so they, it's just this group of people who've just made all the same films together. And I just it's just a group of friends <laughs> just having a good time making monster movies. I can't fault them for that. I can't. I can't fault them for that at all. Um, I, 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 I could just fault them for their, you know, the quality of of, of the movies. But I cannot. For in literally any way, everything else. Everything else, I, I don't mind. But at the same time, at the, at the same time, it wouldn't be bad. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe just get a scientist or so, someone who can, you know, be able to, you know, advise them on the laws of physics into that little group of movie making, and then you know, make these movies a bit more tolerable. Even just like a little bit of junior search science or anything. Oh, like come on. Just tell me what Noxbow I mean, Lake is and then like that'll do. <laughs> um, I mean, I love like like the way that they represent the science. Like, you know, the canisters break and this green gas comes out and that's how you know it's science. <laughs> the gas is green. That's how you know it's a science thing. Like, I mean, the labs are pretty good. Like, I don't we don't we never see actually any of the scientists in the lab. So I can't say anything about like their use of white coats or anything. Mm. But um, Orla herself a scientist, so that's also why we're uh, that's why she's <laughs> critiquing it slightly. I mean, th- I'm a fan of space things, which is why I had the most questions about the space station and being like, really, is that legal? No, that's murder. <laughs> that's definitely murder. Why are you just hoping that um, whenever you get to space, that you know your employers won't lock you out unless you kind of go do? Something? I mean, it's kind of like a deal breaker <laughs> for me if my mer- if my employers are like, yeah, we might lock you in a pressurized capsule in space with a giant homicidal rat called Larry. I think the the, the fact that it's called Larry is the biggest deal breaker. <laughs> but yeah, no, just yeah, my my like knowledge of space things kind of broke me there. I was just like, oh no, that's not good. And yet you still say but it's um, your favorite rock movie. Very strange. Oh it's just it, but it's so good. It's not good, but it's good. Okay. Because that makes no sense what you just said there. Uh, because Isn't usually, that the point of the movie, it, though? It is. It very much is. Uh, what I usually ask people is, uh, well, we kind of we were trying to think of a rating system, and we kind of didn't really come up with much. We kind of just came with up with, should you watch it? It's the Scanlon scale. Uh, should you watch it? Should you not watch it? So what would be your rating for this, I suppose? I mean, everyone should watch this film. It should be, like, required watching in school, in college. <sighs> no. I don't know. Military service. Like, there's a lot of military. Like, what if you have to fight a giant gorilla? 
Like you need you need to be prepared for this. Yeah, just uh, uh, tip number one: don't be in a helicopter anywhere near a large <laughs> monster. Chances are you're going down. Um, okay, well, look, um, Orla, I think we've, I think we, I'm, I'm, I'm rampaged out. I'm, I, I I've, yeah. I, I'm just, I can't, I can't rampage any longer. Yeah, I think we've exhausted our our rampage resources. I think so as well. Well, um, Orla. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great having you on. I'm glad that we finally got you got you on here to talk about a movie that I had to watch twice. But look, that's neither here nor there. Uh, any, any any final words, sign-offs? Um, no, just thank you so much for having me. I've, I mean, it's took, it took me about a month to be ready for this. And I'm glad that I finally did that. That's such strong character development for me, which is something we do not see in this film. <laughs> no, not the slightest. But we see it in my life. And that's, and that's the most important thing, I think. Well, um, look, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you to anyone who's been listening to this. Thank you to anyone who's been listening to any of the other podcasts. If you want to... Thank you to anyone who's watched this film. <laughs> uh, we'll just get Dwayne The Rock Johnson to say thanks as well. Just one sec. Oh, couldn't get him. Okay, we'll try next time. And look, darn it, uh, di- oh, so close, so close. I thought he, I thought I heard him pick up there. Um, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to know when any other podcasts are coming out, you can follow us on Instagram at, at Reading in the Peers. If you want to like or subscribe or whatever you do on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to be able to be updated on new podcasts. Also, if you want to leave a review on Apple Muse, what how do you, have you do Apple Orla? Do you know how Apple no, Podcasts works? Okay, well if you have Apple Podcasts, if you want to leave a review, anyone who leaves a review, I'll do a fun thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm making promises i don't know if i'll be able to keep but if you leave a review i'll do a fun thing it's got to be a good review as well i'm not 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 rewarding anyone who's leaving like one star reviews no no sir bad things will happen to you (laughs) that's about that i I will send a 30 foot gorilla over Um, but yes, thank- if you leave a good review, you get Dwayne Johnson. You get Dwayne, you, you get, get another review, sort of- you get angry George. Yeah, okay, those are your options, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, again, thanks a million. We hope you enjoyed, and goodbye. Bye.